Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life, so you will stay fully connected to your dharma or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candice McKim. Welcome, welcome everyone to this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes. I'm your host, intuitive business coach, Candice McKim. And in this show, it's all about joy. And as we're heading into the holiday season, joy, we know this, but uh, it's a great reminder that joy starts with you. And that's what we're going to be talking about today that, you know, when you really feel joy in your business and in your life and how well you're doing, and when you're feeling like when you're really feeling into that joy factor, um, it shows and others see it, they feel it, they want to buy from you. And how do we keep tapping into it? And how do you set yourself up for success over the holidays? Um, I'm going to talk about that. Like during the holidays, we can really shut down or we can really just keep plowing through through it. And uh, I want to talk about that and what works best for you. Um, we're going to be talking today about the first of Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga. It's the Yoga Sutras and offer you a chance to check in with your self-care and wellness compass. The first is all about our uh, inner work and the first of Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga is, is our way of living uh, on purpose. The yamas are described as our social disciplines and guidelines that allow you to live in harmony. So the, there's five of them. So there's nonviolence, truthfulness, non-stealing, moderation, and non-grasping. So I want to ask you, have you been pushing yourself into frustration and overwhelm? Like we can tend to do that, especially as things start to other parts of our lives get busy. We push ourselves into frustration and overwhelm in our businesses. And are you trying too hard to get things done? Maybe you're not even being honest with yourself about how overwhelmed you may be feeling. And I actually feel like I can relate to that right now. Um, so in this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes, I'm an intuitive business coach, and I'm going to be guiding you on your journey to create sustainability in your life and business, and especially during the holiday season. So yes, as an intuitive business coach, I, I really uh, enjoy and this part of my business and find joy in uh, coaching women to take a look at their lives and really to honor where they're at and how to move out of frustration, overwhelm, pushing yourself and into a flow and with really radical self-care. And so um that's what I do in my coaching business, as well as I talk about it in my book. I'm a speaker and author. My book is Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as I created my deck of oracle cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. So later in the show, I'm going to be drawing cards. So if you are listening live, jump into the chat room, go to Inspire Choices Network, or I recommend the app. It's really easy to use, Inspire Choices Network app. You can download it onto your phone. You go into the app, and then it has shows. You click there, and you scroll down to the bottom, and there's the chat room. Or you can go onto the website, Inspire Choices Network. So when you get in live, say hi, let us know that you're here, and then later in the show, I will draw a card for you. Plus, I would love for you to take a look at, especially during the holidays, if you have a bit of time, especially between Christmas and New Year's, New Year's, you might be feeling like you want to start 
putting some energy into 2023, um, take a look at my realigning to your spiritual vision. It's a four-part video series on how to live your dharma or your purpose. And uh, it's available on my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M. And then also just another reminder that soon after today's show, you're going to be able to find all of my episodes of Find Your Hell Yes and this episode on all of your favorite platforms of radio, TV, podcast. So when you go to listen to any of those platforms, make sure that you like, rate, follow, comment, share, all of the things. <laughs> I would really appreciate it. And it really does help me out and all of us, uh, all of us show hosts so much. All right, let's get started. Joy starts with you. And I don't think this is a new concept for you. Um, most of us know this, that we have to do our inner work and we are in, we take responsibility for our own joy, for our own happiness. But it is a good reminder that sometimes we do look outside of ourselves and blame our joy and blame our happiness on our environment, on our situations, on our circumstances, on other people in our life, in, you know, um, you know, maybe our customers or clients or, you know, we we blame our the removal of our joyness or our joy um, on outside influences. But really, it does start within all of us. And that's how we're going to really connect to it. And it's how we react to the situations and the circumstances that are happening in our lives. And how can we react and respond to what's going on all around us and stay with in our core, in our happiness and with joy. So we're going to dive even deeper into this topic of joy and our inner well-being today. Um, so when we feel joy in your business, you know that it shows, right? Like, it's like, it's like this energy, it's our aura, right? It's like, things are going well, I feel really on purpose, I'm really helping people. And it really um, expands out from us. And people feel it, people can pick up on our vibes, we know that, right? Everybody can pick up on your vibes. And so as people are picking up on your vibes, they're going to be able to see it, they're going to feel it, and then they're going to buy from you, right? Or sign up with you or, you know, book a session with you. That's how, um, how business works, right? And so we need to keep raising our vibration and keeping our vibration uh, joyful and full of joy and happiness and resonating with our ideal clients and with our ideal customers. And how do we do that when things get really crazy busy or when when circumstances in our life aren't that joyful? You know, I, I spoke um, uh, on one of uh, one previous episode that my dad just passed away. It's um, hasn't even been two months yet. It's only been a few weeks. And, you know, how do I still maintain my joy when we're when we're going through something like that? Right. I'm there to support my family, my children, my sister and especially my mom during the experience and what I noticed in myself that I started to get anxiety and I don't have a lot of anxiety and so I know that anxiety is about worrying about the future and so every time I would feel anxious I would go what about the future am I worried about and then I would like just ask the question out to the universe I would pause and then the answers would come to me and then I would know, I would, then I would logically know, well, that's not truth. I don't need to worry about those things now, right? And take a breath. 
And then after we had his celebration of life, there was just a peace that came over me that, yes, I still miss him horribly. It's going to be a challenging time going through the, the holidays for the whole family. But there was just a peace that came with it. And then I felt like, oh, I can tap back into my joy, right? Not that it ever left, right? And not that it ever fully left, but there was some, it could have, right? It could have if I, if I stayed with the anxiety and didn't allow my, allow the anxiety to move through me and then reconnect to, to the joy. So, and especially we want to stay connected to our joy, like how do you bring yourself back to joy? And especially during the holiday holiday season, like how do you set yourself up for success over the holidays? So I've done a number of things over the years. Like I have completely shut down and closed down my business over the holidays. I've done that. Um, typically I would will work up to December 14th, which is my birthday, which is next week. And then I'll take off a month or take off three or four weeks. Then other other years I work right through and, you know, I'm, I'm this year, I'm really wanting to establish a balance between the two that, because what I felt is that when I, when I just worked right through, it felt like, and I, I want to say the word plow right through. So when I'm using that kind of language, I know it's not a place of empowerment, right? When I'm saying I had to plow through the month, that's not good energy, right? That's not the energy we want to bring joy into it, right? If we're going to be working during the summer, during the winter and in the summer months as well, we don't want it to feel like we're plowing through it. So when I, so, uh, so I don't want to have that energy and yet, and then also, I don't want to completely leave my business because I feel like balls get dropped. I feel like then I'm not prepared in January to start serving clients right away. I feel um, even not quite settled as I'm, you know, in rest and relaxation or with the family and doing things. I feel like there's something, uh, you know, that's pulling me towards my business. So this year, I'm going to really have a, I'm going to put a lot of energy into having a beautiful balance so that it brings me joy so that I can enjoy time with my family and my friends and the holidays and all of the uh, celebrations and also not drop the ball and not completely abandon my business during the time. So so I want you to just at before we go into the eight limbs of yoga, I want you to just take this time to drop in and really see what what works best for you, like how like I did a business planning session last week so that I'm set up for 2023. I like to go in a little bit more prepared. I don't like the lack of income during the, the, the you know, if I take a month off. So how do I get, and then step setting things up for January. So I like to get things set up so that the income doesn't drop over the year, like, you know, as my, you know, my regular incomes during the other months. And so it's really taking a look right now. I want you to take some time and, and go, what is it that, where do you want to put your energy into the holidays so that, balls aren't dropped, or that you're feeling pulled, right? And I'm even th the word should is coming to me, right? Like I should be doing this. I should be doing this. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm in rest and recover, uh, rest and relaxation. Oh, but I should be doing this. Oh, I'm in rest. No, you know, right. And there's this, this, you know, this back and forth this this ping pong ball. So we're going to talk about Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga, the yoga sutras. 
And they are the foundation of classical yoga. And they're also, we're also want to bring it into our businesses and especially during this time of the year. So the eight limbs of yoga were created thousands of years ago. And so we wonder if these guidelines of yoga are still pertinent in today's society. And they really are. We're going to bring, we're going to take the eight limbs of yoga um, and we're going to take the first one, which is the yamas. And the yamas are nonviolence, truthfulness, non-stealing, moderation, and non-grasping. I'm going to say that again. And then I'm going to take one individual, each one individually. Non-violence, truthfulness, non-stealing, moderation, non-grasping. And we think about these, like, how are we going to bring this into our businesses? Like, how do we, you know, we know these things, we've been taught these things, we grew up, you know, respecting all of these values. And yet, how do we, you know, how do we cross lines in our businesses, what that puts us into violence, into, you know, not living our truth, into stealing, into moderation and into non-grasping. So I'm going to talk about each one individually. So the first one is nonviolence, ahimsa, and it's do no harm to yourself or others. And, you know, for that matter, do no harm to any living being. So how do we harm ourselves in business and in our everyday lives? And how do we harm others in, uh, in business? I really want to talk about how we harm ourselves. And how do we do that? We, we do it by overgiving, overworking, putting pressure on ourselves, comparing ourselves to others, um, putting ourselves last, uh, you know, uh, on the list of our priorities, we put ourselves last. Like what immediately came to me when I thought of that as, um, as you know, if you've listened to any of my previous shows, I am a big meditator and I am encouraging everybody to, to meditate all the time. And I hear people all the time saying to me, um, you know, uh, I, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to meditate. Well, if you don't have time to meditate, you should be meditating twice as long, right? That we all have the same amount of time in our day and it needs to be a priority. When we meditate, it slows down time. It slows down time and it provides an opportunity for us to, um, an opportunity for us to really prioritize what is most important for us. And so that's one of the things I see is putting ourselves last is a lot of women put our visions last uh, you know, we're, you know, once I raise the kids, I'll, I'll put energy into my vision. Once, you know, my husband or my partner sells the company, then I'll put energy into my business. But really, it's about prioritizing. And it causes us harm, right? You know, that saying, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, right? It's a song. It's a saying. Um, it's a song. And I actually Googled it. It's by Tracy Bird. And I listened to it this morning. And yeah, mama ain't happy, nobody happy, right? And, okay, that's not how they say it. <laughs> I sing it. But you know, it's kind of fun. All righty. So it is time for our first break of the show. And when we come back, we're going to be going into the rest of the Yamas, truthfulness, non-stealing, moderation, non-grasping. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, 
it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And uh, if you're just joining us, we have been talking about nonviolence, ahimsa, and um, how do we, even in our businesses, create harm to ourselves. And um, when we meditate, it it slows down time and lets us prioritize what's really important to us. So, and the other idea behind the nonviolence is, you know, in yoga, and I talk a lot about that we're all one, right? We're all one, that all humans, all plants, all animals, we're all one, right? So what I do affects you, what you do affects me. So when I am harming myself, then I'm harming everyone, right? And that's where that saying comes from, right? If if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy is, meaning that her, her if, if she's bringing harm or is it happy is if there's harm coming to her then it spreads out to the family it spreads out to the universe really ain't nobody happy right and so it's really taking a look at that so how can you um, make sure that you are looking after yourself and not causing harm and not causing I mean non-violence seems so dramatic but it it's I think it's dramatic because it's important right And this is what we're talking about is creating boundaries and clear boundaries um, that help decrease putting pressure onto yourself. Um, Noticing when you're experiencing anxiety and asking what's causing this anxiety? What am I worried about in the future? Right. And then really, um, you know, setting the like I said, creating and setting the boundaries for your energy, as well as your relationships and where you're putting your energy every day. So now we want to go into truthfulness. And again, we're taught, don't lie, don't lie, be truthful, right? So is this really something that we can bring into our everyday lives and into our businesses? Hell yes, we can, because, you know, we know we shouldn't lie to others. And yet sometimes we feel like it's okay to tell a little white lie, to exaggerate, embellish, or lie, you know, or, you know, lie to other people. And, you know, 
how often are we lying to ourselves or pretending, right? This is where authenticity comes into play, right? How authentic, when you are showing up for your businesses 100% authentic, people can feel it, right? And when you're not, when you're embellishing or lying, and there's a story, and I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna share it with you. I, I wrote about it in my book that I remember this one time I was married to my first husband and I ran into one of my best friends since we were three years old, I ran into her mom. And so of course we've been into each other's lives forever, right? Our moms were friends when us little girls, us girls were three years old and she's still my friend to this day. Um, the mom has passed on, but my friend. And so I was talking to her about my first husband and I was embellishing what he was doing. I was trying to make him look good. I was BSing. I was bullshitting her, right? And then afterwards I left, I knew she knew that I was bullshitting, right? I knew that. I knew she knew. She, you know, but she was so generous and so kind and so loving, right? She just allowed me to do it. And then when I walked away and and as I do my inner work, right? And continued to explore it, I realized why was I why wasn't he good enough the way he was? Right? Why wasn't he good enough the way he was? Why wasn't I able just to share with her what was the truth? And I realized it it came from me, right? I had high expectations. I didn't have a whole lot of respect. And um, I was trying, I was pretending that everything was okay in our marriage, right? And so, you know, and, you know, even uh, you know, as parents, right? Sometimes we, you know, lie about how great our kids are doing and things. And it's a, it's an opportunity to question why aren't they good enough the way they are, right? You know, I am so proud of my children. My children have to, you know, are incredible humans, and they're perfect exactly the way they are, right? And so it's like questioning that, right? Why, you know, and we do this in our business. Why isn't it? Why, where we're at in our business? Why isn't it okay? Why do I feel the need to embellish or bullshit or all of that pretend that it's um, that it's different than what it is? Because the truth is, is that when we're honest and authentic, that's when people are going to really relate to us. That's when they're going to really feel the energy and uh, know that they're relating to it and they're resonating with our energy of where we're at. And it's, you know, because I talk about businesses going through ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows, and mine went through a big ebb and flow this year. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And I sat here and I meditated. And what came to me is connection. And then what I did is for eight weeks, all I did was book connection calls. All I did not not selling calls, not anything. It was just connecting with peers, other business women, um, entrepreneurs. And that's what I did for, and I, I spoke to five to seven a week. I, I upped it to seven a week for eight weeks. And that's how my business has just taken off and flourished. Uh, the whole clarity, confidence, connection movement, if you will, was birthed from that. All right, I wanna move on to the next one is non-stealing. So we know that we are not supposed to steal, right? We're grow we're taught, we you know, we're raised, don't steal, don't take things from others. But how do we steal from one part of our businesses and our lives to accommodate the other part of our businesses and lives? And I don't know if I have a, a great example of this, but I, I talk about it in yoga. So when you're doing a yoga pose, we know that our breath is really, really 
really important for our practice, right? In, uh, in uh, flow yoga, it's inhale, we breathe and move, exhale and breathe, like exhale the breath out and move, inhale to the next pose, exhale to the next. And we move through, that's flow yoga, right? Inhaling and exhaling. And then sometimes the yoga uh, instructor may ask you to hold a pose, but you're still connecting to the breath, right? The breath is our gauge um, as we're moving, as we're doing our yoga practices. And yet sometimes we find ourselves holding our breaths, right? So we're stealing from our breath to maybe hold our pose longer, maybe go deeper into our poses. And what part of us feels like we're, who are we trying to prove ourselves to, right? So we're stealing from the breath to hold our posture longer, hold our posture, you know, go deeper into it, maybe to impress somebody else, you know, somebody else, our teacher or whatever, been there, done that. I got called out for it one time with one of my mentors in yoga, uh, mentors and teachers is I, I, I had been in this like a week long training and I went straight from one into another one that she was doing in the same area. And then I was doing it and I was in the yoga posture and she was walking around the room. And as soon as she came near me, I went deeper and, and I'm like, who the hell am I? And she actually said, notice if you're doing that and that you might make, who are you trying to prove yourself to? And it was a huge aha moment for me, right? That I was like, oh, who am I trying to prove myself to? And uh, then of course, then it gave me an opportunity to really dive into where else do I do that? Where else in my business? Like how, you know, you know, going back, um, you know, into the non-stealing, like where else am I doing that in my business where I might be, you know, not putting as much energy into one part of my business. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you're doing this, maybe you're not putting your energy into the sales because you don't love it, but maybe you're putting more energy into doing group things or things that are more uh, visible and uh, showing up that way. So just noticing, you know, what parts, or maybe you don't do want to do your social media. I know I hear this a lot from my clients. People don't want to do their social media and they don't, they don't like it, right? They don't, they don't love doing social media. And so then they don't, aren't showing up. So they're stealing um, from that opportunity of showing up and telling people that they're, you know, seeing clients. And so then they're, you know, not getting the clients and the, the business and the money and the income and it making the impact that they desire. And so it's like, so just really taking a look um, of where you're taking from one part of your business and uh, robbing it, if you will, and maybe robbing society from your expertise and from your business and from your, um, yeah, from, from living your purpose, right? Living your Dharma. And you know, I'm all about Dharma and living our purposes. All right. So we want to go into the next of the yamas and it's moderation, doing anything to excess in our lives, food, sex, work, shopping, screens, alcohol, caffeine, business, busyness typically leads to imbalances and leaves us with low energy, unsatisfied and frustrated. So this is brahmacharya. And so, and it's moderation. So how, how do we, um, so just taking a look at this in our businesses again. So where do we, you know, put so much of so much time and excess in, in our businesses? So maybe it's like busyness, you know, 
Um, one of the things that when I was doing the, uh, my business planning session, I did it with, uh, some other women and it's like, what is the most, what is the best use of my time? Right? Like I have a communications assistant. I have a tech person that, um, both support me in our business yet in some area of my areas of my business, I find myself doing their job. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this is not the best use of my time is doing their job, right? And how often do we do that? Actually, that happened just last night. Like, it's a cycle that I I find myself in all the time that I, you know, I put in a full day of work and then I'm still sitting on the couch last night on my computer and I don't want to send out a text or an email at 8 30 at night asking for somebody to do something for me so that I just start doing it and that's like that's excessive right it's like and I actually I actually gave myself a little talking to last night not gonna lie and I I said to myself that okay it's downtime put your computer away take a breath you know go read your book and that's what I did um and and as a fire sign I can get caught up right and it's like you get you get in that mode momentum right and the momentum is good until it's not which is burnout right and um you know and so i think half the battle really of moderation and um brahmacharya is is becoming aware of when you're going into excess and then why are you doing it and for me, it's always I'm trying to prove myself to somebody else, like some invisible, <laughs> some invisible energy. Right. And only then can you start to make the changes. Right. So it's like, OK, so now I'm aware. And so then I like I literally take my computer out of the room. I turn off all screens. I get a you know a book, like an actual book and go to bed and and read my book and take some time and get out of my out of my business brain. Right. Because um, because it's important to me, it's really important to me to create sustainability because I, I've been burnt out before. When I worked as a social worker, I, I've, I've been there. I've done that. I've been burnt out and I, I refuse to go back there ever again. And I know that I have these tendencies that uh, could lead me to just being like a, like a workaholic. Right. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> right. I remember one time and actually it's interesting because my son is working where is staying with me right now because he's working near me where I live. And uh, I remember him saying to me one time, he goes, mom, I don't know anybody who works as much as you do. And that was like, oh, wow. That's, that's not what I want to teach teach my children right you know that's not something that I want to be known for wow she really worked hard you know okay so it's time for our next break of the show when we return we're going to be talking we're going to be finishing up um, on the yamas and how to you know I've already given you a bunch of tools on how to bring it into our everyday lives and how to shift it in our businesses but we're going to talk a little bit more about that so um, you're listening to find your hell yes with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach, Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition, 
and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And if you're just joining, joining us in our last segment, we were talking about moderation and half the battle of moderation is becoming aware of when you're going into excess and then why you're doing it. Um, so now we're going to be talking about the last of the uh, five yamas, and that's non-grasping, non-attachment. But I, just a reminder, I've been speaking on intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as ever since I created my oracle cards, Yogini's, Yogini's Guide to Intuition oracle cards. So later in the show, I'm going to be drawing three cards for you for the next week. And um, they're for you to take out uh, into your business and to you to to focus on over the next week. And then next week, I'll draw you again, three cards. Um, and also as an intuitive business coach, um, I coach women on the secrets to ascending your intuition uh, to gain clarity, confidence, self-love so that you will live your purpose and live your dharma. I'm really, as I said before, I'm, I'm really about people really connecting to why they're here and showing up fully in their full expression of themselves. So all of my uh, tried and simple proven steps are on my website and you can get my realign with your vision. Uh, it's a four-part video series. You just go to CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. You'll see a big smiley face of me. And then there's a, click, a link there to click so that you can get the four-part video series or access to any of my programs that I have coming up. I have master classes and I have my Intuitive Coaching Academy certification training coming up in March. So you can uh, book a clarity call with me there. Okay, so let's get back and talk about this topic of, uh, so we just were finishing up with moderation, and it's really is about noticing where you're going into excess, right? So, of course, you know, it's alcohol, drugs, sex, screens, uh, caffeine, um, all of those things, but in our businesses, it's that busyness and pushing ourselves and um, when we do that, it, you know, it lowers our energy, it lowers our vibration, it makes us frustrated and unsatisfied and always trying, trying, trying. And what it does is it pushes us into grasping, right, trying to make things happen. 
And so this, the last of the, the five yamas is non-grasping, a paragraha. And um, so it's about wanting something so badly that you try to control all aspects of it. Um, you push and push and push and try to make things happen. And I always see it as like, you know, when the, you have like a, like a swimming pool or, you know, a lake and there's a toy or something that's floating in there and you go to reach for it. And as you reach for it, if you miss and you go in the water before, before it, it goes farther away. And that's what happens when we try too hard to make shit happen is that as we're reaching for it, it goes farther away. And so we want to be in the flow. We want to be, you know, working with source, right? Like co-creating with source. My last, um, I don't know if you've listened to the last seven episodes of Find Your Hell Yes, we're on manifest through the chakras. And it was seven episodes of bringing what we desire into manifestation. And it's a flow, right? It's not trying too hard or pushing to, you know, pushing ourselves. And, um, but really, really aligning with source. And so I really got a wake up call of when I was doing this was when I was raising money for the global save a challenge, I raised $20,000 for victims of sex trafficking in India. And one of the ways I did it is I created a dream team. So I reached out to all of my clients and my students and asked, you know, people that take my workshop, did anybody want to help support me in raising this $20,000? And of course, I got seven of the most amazing, kick-ass, badass women. And together we brainstorm and, and had events and different things to, um, to raise the money. And it was always so easy and it was so much fun. And it we were really in a place of joy. And then what happened is I wanted our next event. So we had we had done several events. We were, you know, eight months, six or seven months into the into the raising the money. We were getting close and we came up with the idea, or I came up with the idea, let's do a, a yoga conference in our community and pull in all the yoga instructors and we would do it at the different studios. And um, and so I really wanted to do this. And my my dream team weren't available for me to support me. And it wasn't any fault of theirs at all. Like one of them was going to be a grandma for the first time. Somebody else's husband was having surgery. Another person was traveling. Um, you know, like there was legit reasons for not one of them was able to really help me. They weren't able to be there at the dates or anything, but I wanted it really badly. I wanted to do this really badly. And I went into a paragraha. I went into grasping and tried to make it happen. And I got so, it affected me so physically. We know there's no separation between body, mind, and spirit, right? The same as there's no separation between all of us. There's the oneness, right? And so it affected me physically so severely that I had such a bad back and sore hips that I didn't even know how I was going to even be teaching my yoga classes that I had, you know, planned to teach over that weekend, let alone attend any of the other classes. And I felt like I hit a wall. I remember one of uh, my friends stepped in to help me, help support me, but I literally felt like after the event that I had free fallen and landed flat on my hardwood floor at my studio. Like I just felt like I had just splat. Like it was just a big splat. And uh, the event was actually fairly successful. 
And it got us to $19,000. So we were $1,000 away from raising our $20,000. And so it wasn't that it wasn't as successful, but what it did to me, and I knew I was in grasping. And I like to say grasping is like trying to micromanage source. You're trying to micromanage spirit. Like how many have been, how many of us have been there? We're trying to micromanage spirit. We ask spirit for something, but then we're trying to manage it. Like, let's, okay, let's, you know, (laughs) right. It's like, yeah, like, oh yeah. It's like, you know, having someone (laughs) actually, this is happening to me as well right now is that um, I, you know, let, let's have a get together for my birthday. And so somebody says, okay, I'll plan it. And then I'm trying to make, you know, then I'm trying to control it and okay, well, I can do this and I can, you know, and they're like, no, it's your birthday. Allow yourself to receive. Right. And so it's, so this is really about trying to make things happen. And so then what happened though, after I did the splat, I took a week off and I was in bed, right? I would, I only did the bare minimum of what I had to do with my business, with teaching, doing what I had to do. And I remember it. So it had been like a full five days of being in bed. And I remember being in bed and going, oh, I know how we're going to make that last thousand dollars. And I got out of bed. Finally, like I jumped out of bed and I was inspired and I was excited and I knew. And so then that day I went to my studio and I had an office there and I started seeing my clients. And um, one of my first clients said, what's that box at the front of your studio for? And I said, oh, I'm raising this money and I'm raising $20,000 and told her about it. And she gave me a $500 check. And then um, one of the other yoga studios friends, uh, uh, teachers came and she um, it's all in the same day. She came, dropped into the studio and she said, oh, I've been raising money for your uh, your save a challenge at my studio. And here's a check for four hundred dollars. I'm even feeling like crying, even remembering this and telling you about this story. And then I'm like, oh, my God, we have one hundred dollars left. And then another person came into the studio for yoga classes and they dropped in a hundred dollar bill. One day when I finally released it, stopped grasping, stopped trying to make shit happen. It just arrived in one day. We didn't need, we did not need to do any more fundraising. And that idea I had was a brilliant idea, (laughs) but we didn't need to do it. Right. We didn't have to go there. And, um, so, and I was one of the first people to raise the money. And then as a result, I went to India and saw, um, saw where the money was going to the organizations and saw the girls that were being rescued and rehabilitated. And it was just such an incredible experience. So just to recap though, I want to go through, I want to recap the, the, what the yamas are. So there's nonviolence. It's like looking after yourself. Don't, you know, don't put yourself into overwhelm, allow yourself to meditate, to rest, recover, truthfulness, being your authentic self and who you truly are, non-stealing, don't take from one part of your business um, and trying to fulfill another with, uh, with uh, taking one part of your business and instead of putting it in into the where the energy needs to go. Moderation, allowing yourself to not overwork and not push yourself. We're talking getting into flow and then non-grasping, getting into the flow, co-create with source, ask guidance, ask for guidance and accept the guidance. That happened to me after my dad passed away as I came back and I needed to do things for my business. I was had some 
expectations that had to be done. And I was just like, oh, spirit, you're in charge today. I just don't even know what to do. I don't even know where to go. And spirit took over and did it for me. So let's not uh, try to control spirit, right? And what brings you joy? Tapping in and making a list. I'd like everybody right now to write out a list. What brings you joy and fills you up? Because it starts with you. Joy starts with you. Is it travel? Is it dancing? Is it time with friends and family? Um, what parts of your business is so joyful to you? For me, it's doing this show. I love doing the show. I do Intuitive Tuesday every week on my Facebook group where I pull cards for everybody for half an hour. I love doing that. I've been doing it since 2016, you guys, every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. on my on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, Candice McKim. Um, what else brings me joy in my business? I, I love to collaborate. I love connection. It's, you know, like they're just really tapping into, I love supporting my clients and seeing their growth and seeing their expansion. Like, you know, part of my connections and collaborating is all of my clients have risen up and I am able to work with them now. And that's just such a beautiful thing. Um, seeing the results in my efforts um, is, it brings me a lot of joy in helping others. Seeing my bank account increase, that brings me joy. I like to go on there and take a look what's happening in my bank account these days, right? And uh, that brings me a lot of joy as well. So I want you to just take this time to really notice where you're pushing yourself when you're, you know, not in alignment with it and see if you can't, you know, take the time, rest, recover, and then raise your vibration so that it's in alignment, that it's in co-creation and um, fill your cup with joy. You know, there was a saying years ago, it was it must have been about 26 years ago because my husband and I used to talk about it when we were first together, first married. And um, we were talking about like what fills your cup. So asking yourself, and it does sound, it is kind of corny. It seems kind of corny, but what fills your cup? What brings you joy? Okay, it is time for our last break of the show. And when we return, I'm going to be drawing Oracle cards for body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes, with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach, Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an Oracle card read for you, Join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Candace McKim, and you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes on Inspired Choices Network. 
So before we went to break, we were talking about the yamas, which is part of Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga. They are non-violence, truthfulness, non-stealing, moderation, and non-grasping. So now I want to do an oracle card reading for you. I'm going to be using my deck, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards, as well as my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, because sometimes we follow our intuition and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we go, ah, I knew that was going to happen. Both my book and my cards are, my book is available on Amazon and both my book and my cards are available on my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M. So as an intuitive business coach, I coach women on the secrets to accessing your intuition and using different tools like Oracle cards to help you get really clear on your next steps, get clear on your purpose, and then accessing your intuition and injecting your business with your spiritual vision. Anybody can have a business, but when you put in your spiritual vision, it will really grow and really flourish. And um, I have simple and proven steps for you to follow so that you can connect to your intuitive guidance and really allow your intuition to develop further and then also to take inspired action by following that intuitive guidance, finding the confidence and the courage to do so. So you can go to my website to check out all of my programs and trainings, CandiceMcKim.com to get the book, the cards, or also is on there is a free four-part video series and um, you can just sign up there and then they will be sent to you for free. Alrighty, so I'm going to draw three cards. They're going to represent body, mind, and spirit because my work is all in yoga philosophy. And instead, a lot of Oracle cards do past, present, future. So I'm going to do put into three piles here, body, mind, and spirit. So the body, body card is Ohm, vibration. So I to told you earlier that I do uh, Intuitive Tuesday every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. on my Facebook page. Um, we got this. So that was yesterday. This is Wednesday. We got this card, Ohm and Vibration, four times during the half hour session. And I kept putting it in and shuffling it. And people kept asking for different you know, information. And we were talking about this topic as well. So this is really about your vibration. The word, you know, ohm and vibration, right? And it's a really high, high, high number on the in the deck. It's number 52. There's 54 cards in the deck. And so this card wants you to shift your vibration, to really raise your vibration so that it is fully in alignment. And plus, right now we have a full moon today in Gemini, as well as um uh, we're in Sagittarius season and a full moon in Gemini. And so it's all about communication. It's all about speaking and it's about speaking out what you want. What do you desire? All right. The mind card throat chakra. Look at that. It's all about talking, right? And I actually pulled the throat chakra card before I started. I always pull a card before I start my show. And so this is about communication, truth, and authenticity. And this is exactly what we were talking about today. Like, how do we speak our truth? How do we uh, speak our truth about our businesses? Wow, you cannot make this shit up, you guys, right? This is all about sound. It's all about speaking up. It's all about like words are vibration and it's about getting the vibration out into out into the universe and align your vibration with what it is that you desire visualize it see it draw it to you imagine it like imagine that it's already happened bring it to you right now and then spirit card is twist choice and elimination 
So this is really about moderation, non-grasping, right? So this is getting rid of what isn't serving you, allowing it to, to release, allowing it to go and what, um, what isn't serving your highest good and allow it to go. Um, okay, and I wanted to read it from today's book. Um, I want to read the Yamas from here so that you get even a, better, a bigger picture of what it is. All right. So the Yamas are described as our social disciplines and guidelines for moral behavior that allow us to coexist in harmony. There are five specific Yamas, as I've already spoken about, nonviolence, truthfulness, non-stealing, moderation, and non-grasping. This is the first of Patanjali's eight limbs of yoga and offers an opportunity to check in with your moral compass. Is there some area of your life that you have been compromising your integrity? How do you feel? How do you react when someone is politically incorrect? We've had to deal with this a lot over the last few years. Sometimes our ethics get challenged. It's easier when we're around like-minded people. When we're around people or in situations where our personal principles and standards are confronted, then we have a choice to make. How does it feel in your body? What thoughts, memories, or emotions come up? Discipline takes courage and repetition. Humans have an innate knowledge of what's right and wrong. So bring yourself back to center. So that's just a great reminder of what the yamas are and how to bring it back into your everyday life. And I love these cards. They're all about just speaking your truth, telling the universe what you want, telling source what it is that you desire, write it down. So all forms of communication, singing, chanting, writing, listening, speaking, nonverbal communications, 90% of communication is nonverbal. So what are the nonverbal communications that you can let the universe know that you're here to receive more, right? Like how do you up your game, if you will, to receive more? And I'm really excited about this topic and we're going to keep going with it. So next week on next week's show, we're going to, the uh, topic is joy starts at home. So that's going to be about our environment. We're going to be talking about the Niamas and you can get a lot more information about all of my programs and how I help and support people to live their purpose, follow their intuitive guidance. You can go to my website, CandiceMcKim.com. C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. I am an author, a speaker, an intuitive business coach, and I am here to support you in your business and, and what it is that you really want to attract and what you want to bring to the world. And remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you and your soul wants you to live a hell yes and say hell yes to life. I am here every Wednesday on Inspired Choices Network at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific. And you can find it on, on all of your favorite podcast, TV, and radio uh, platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to the Find Your Hell Yes Show. Candace McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you. <laughs>